Hello. Wow, it feels really weird to be back on the mic. Um, not gonna lie. Welcome to the intersection. I know it's been a very long time. I've missed y'all like almost like five months. Ooh. I've missed y'all though. How are y'all? Are you doing well? If you have never been to the intersection podcast or listen, I am your host, Dominique, and this is where we talk about life, culture, faith, and where they all intersect. I'm so excited to get to hang out with you today. Um, as you can tell, like I said, I've been gone like a, like a while, and that means a lot of things have happened. I'm a whole different age since we last spoke. I, um, wow, what have I done? There's so many things. Um, we had the holidays. We came back. The world has just been, you know, a crap storm. So, like, I'm not even going to worry about that. I mean, we've had just scandal after scandal, so many things happening. It's actually kind of nuts that we all are still here. But we are, by the grace of God, and I am super, super thankful. I just got back from a vacation. To be honest, the vacation was kind of weird. The the people I went with were fun, but the place was weird. And like everyone knows, I love Hawaii. It's one of my favorite places on the planet. Mostly for the fact that it's beautiful landscapes and beautiful people. But the problem is people, different people come in and and ruin places, if you will, for lack of a better term. And then it's like, it feels like Florida. Like no one wants to go to Maui, Hawaii, and it feel like everywhere in Florida except for Miami. You know, that's weird. It feels strange. So, note to self, next time I go to Hawaii, if I go to Hawaii again, I'm going back to Oahu because it was beautiful and there were so many locals and they're beautiful people. So, travel tip, go to Oahu and hang out with the locals. Okay? Okay. But yeah, so I just got back from a vacation. I've also been in sort of a weird mental space. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into that later. You know, we're going to get into the good stuff later. Since it's season three, like what? We have had three, we're on season three. This is so exciting for me. Um, Also, this season is going to be longer than the last two. Uh, Shout out to a few requests made by people. Also, if y'all have more requests for things you want to hear on the podcast, you should hit me up on instagram at d underscore creative or you can email us at the intersection podcast at gmail.com but yeah so we're gonna have it's gonna be a longer season we're gonna have some very interesting characters we're gonna have some very interesting conversation it's it's a little it's gonna be new waters if you will this year on the podcast but i'm super excited to give you this new content um but like last season i'm added the segment eyes ears heart and i i feel like that is one thing that i really loved it kept it consistent it was like a little break before the goodies uh so we're gonna stick with that theme eyes ears heart uh for those of you who don't know what it is it's where i talk about what i'm listening to what i'm watching what i'm reading what's on my heart which tends to go with what the theme of the whole episode is so let's go. So what I am watching, reading, those types of things, things that you do with your eyes. Um, 
in terms of movies, I am, I, I just finished watching um, Someone Great. I really liked that movie. I have friends that didn't love that movie, but I really loved it. I thought it was really cute. Um, a little different. It feels, it also could be because like, it feels real New York, like almost 30 foolishness. Um, and because I am closer to 30 now than I am 20, I just really enjoyed it and it was good. And I watched it with my girls and I had a good time. I'm in the middle of Brene Brown's A Call to Courage special right now. And I, I love Brene Brown. I think that she is phenomenal at what she does. And she's also given us a whole new outlook on vulnerability and courage. And I am excited to finish that one. So that is something that I'm sort of in the middle of. Something else that has caught my eye for a very long time for the last season is a lot of makeup tutorials, mostly because that is the new official side gig beyond this podcast is I'm doing makeup, y'all. And then, so uh, that's actually also another topic that if people want me to talk about on anything, uh, you should let me know. So yeah, I've been watching a lot of makeup tutorials. My favorites are Jackie Ina, you know. Um, Delina, I really love Delina's makeup tutorials on Instagram and Katie Jane Hughes. I really love those three. They're my favorites, mostly because they do, um, pretty wild stuff. And I think that that's sort of my makeup style is a little bit more like, like on the edgy side of almost editorial and doing too much um, in like a day-to-day lifestyle. Um, But I really love it. Um, I also think that Delina and Jackie are both extremely, extremely great representations of women of color who are doing makeup in the industry, and I really love their stuff. I also have been watching, I mean, in terms of like, those are like makeup artists, and I also obviously watch Pat McGrath, and I love all of her makeup. So my favorite makeup brand is probably Pat McGrath. So yeah, those are things I'm watching. I'm reading right now Queenie by Candace Cardi Williams. If you do follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you saw that I posted about reading her book when I was in Hawaii. I'm still reading it. It's been a very slow process because I haven't got a lot of time to read. I know I got on on vacation. I still don't have a lot of time to read, but it's been good so far. Um, I really um, enjoy the new sense of representation that we have in the literary space. So thank you, Candice, for that. Um, what I'm listening to, what am I listening to right now? So I, I'm taking a little bit of break. I took a break from po- like podcasts in the traditional sense because I was prepping to get ready to start this one. And sometimes in taking a lot of information clouds what I'm gonna say on on here so I've taken a little bit of break from podcasts but I have been listening to a lot of music I've been very very deep into worship these past couple of weeks um I had to speak on on Good Friday so that was like I think a lot of prep and a lot of time for that was spent when I was on vacation and so I have been very deep into worship I actually have a playlist for that I will share that in the notes of this episode but other than worship, I've also been listening to like a lot of cool new stuff. Um, this week specifically, it's been Schoolboy Q, um, Crash Talk, which, you know, I love Schoolboy Q. I really do. Um, I saw him in at Governor's Ball a couple years ago. 
Um, the show was great. The crowd was trash. To me, I just don't like Governor's Ball, but, you know, that's a whole different... That's a different episode of me almost fighting a young, privileged child in public. Um, we'll leave that for another episode, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, I really love the new album. Uh, another EP that I'm listening to right now is the Amores album, Mon Amour, or EP. And their harmonies, y'all, like, are just, like, not... They're just not normal. And I am forever grateful for just people that can find a way to just really use their gift vocally. So I've been really, um, this week, That's those are the main two. But if you do want to know all the things I listen to in a month, um, last season, I think I did it by the episode. And I think this year, I'm going to do it by the month. So I have playlists for every month of the year of just random things, that songs that I really, really love. I think I'm gonna stick with that. So if you want to know what I listen to in April, because this is coming out, by the time you guys hear this, it will be the first of May. I will not have a playlist for May yet. But um, April's playlist, you should go check it out. I will also put that in the notes. So on to the heart section. Um, I feel like the thing that's on my heart is still on my heart from when I spoke um, on Good Friday. Uh, I was asked to sort of share my testimony, um, or my butt God story, if you will, uh, on Good Friday. And it was super exciting, but it was also probably one of the most terrifying things I've ever done, to be honest, which is funny because, you know, I, I talk on the internet once in a while. And, uh, but the reason why it was scary is because it felt like it was a strong, a bigger responsibility. And also it testimonies are very different and they're super personal and they, you know, it's not that it was anything outlandish. It was just like, this is a story that like, I forget sometimes that happened. And so, uh, a little bit of background. I, for those of you that have been following along for the last two seasons, you might know, but I am from Anchorage, Alaska and I grew up always wanting to live in New York city. That was the dream. That was the goal. I never thought of anywhere else. This was this just going to be the only place that I wanted to be. Because it was a sense to me that I'd made it. Like if I could if I could be out of the small town that was Anchorage where everyone knows you and while it's like very diverse, it's still at the same time like you are like I was in a lot of honors classes and I was still like one of two black kids potentially in any of those classes or like any like people of color. And, and those demographics still exist, even if you're in like diverse settings. And I just always, there was always like this sense of pressure of like, I have, you have to excel, you have to do really well. I was super involved when I was in high school. And the reason I did all those things is because I was like, I know that these are the things that I have to do to get to New York. Like I have to be an achiever. I have to get good grades. I have to go to the, you know, go to, go to college. And thankfully for me, I went to school on a scholarship and it was just like, I had to get out of Alaska. And so like, it was a, it was a sort of a journey to get out of Alaska um, I ended up going to the University of Memphis and, for four years on a leadership scholarship. And then I was, like, preparing to move to New York. Like, that was the goal. Like, I was like, I'm going to graduate from college and I'm going to go straight to New York. That didn't happen. I graduated 
from the University of Memphis exactly four years to the day from high school. And I remember I was preparing to move back home. I didn't get a job out of right out of college. Mind you, I graduated on the on the other side of what was the recession. So like, no, we were not in a recession anymore, but no, we were not flourishing. So after that, it was like people were hiring the same way. I majored in journalism and marketing management. So those two things are like very, like it almost felt like salesy or it was like, you're going to be on air talent. Like, you know, like those are the two things, but like I didn't necessarily want to be on, on in on air talent. I, I was more of a, I was a print student. So it was just like, there were so many things. Uh, but I just, I, like, it just didn't happen. And so after graduation, I ended up moving home and I was super angry and I was angry at God about it. And I essentially just for lack of a better terms, I just didn't know what else to do and developed a lot of anxiety around it. Um, anxiety that sort of manifested itself physically, uh, to like actually have anxiety attacks to just eventually like giving this up to God and being like, okay, I guess this is, you know, this is my fate and this is what we're going to have to do. And that was really difficult for me. And a lot of, through a lot of like applying, I, I, it's not that I kept, I stopped applying. It was just, I didn't know how to do this gracefully. And that was like pride. And pride was something that I guess I didn't realize that I dealt with until that moment. And then I was like, wow, you are really prideful. Because I just thought like, I was like, I'm the good girl and I've done everything that I need to do. And I've stayed on the right track and in all of these things. And then what I wanted, I just didn't get. And it's like, yeah, that's how life works. Like sometimes you don't get what you want. Um, but during that time, like right after I graduated, I moved home and, and I, you know, I worked real t- retail jobs like every other, you know, college graduate after that. And, and I would eventually get temp jobs and stuff like that. And I had applied to, I applied to whew, probably 150 jobs during the stint of time that I was back home, which was about 17 months. And I remember by about the middle of 2015 saying, I don't care where I am. I am leaving this house January 1st, 2016. And this was after getting rejected from a couple of interviews and stuff like that. And and so I was like, but it just like didn't matter. Like I was like, I just had to be anywhere but here. And I think that that's sort of a sentiment that I've kept most of my life is an anywhere but here. Like I just, I just got to be anywhere but here. And so when I, I said that, I committed to it. And it ended up that um, I, I had a friend that had a room that was opening up. And I said, and in New York, she was sort of like, she presented that opportunity like in the late fall of 2015. And at that point, I was working three jobs. You can imagine how much I slept. And I was saving up and saving up. And I said, okay, I'll do it. And that was because in my mind, that was a leap of faith. That was like a deep sense of like, I trust you. I trust you, God, with whatever this is. And you wouldn't present this opportunity if it wasn't supposed to happen. So when 
I, January 1st came and I moved to New York City (laughs) and I had four roommates and I'm an only child. So you can imagine how well that went. And in that moment, I, you know, was like, okay, this is a leap of faith. And then it, things started to go south fast. And if you live in New York or if you know anything about New York, the way that they portray it is like, it's this beautiful thing where magical things happen. Musical, this, it's this beautiful place where magical things happen. And it is. I mean, it is. New York does have a magic to it that is 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 different than any other place, honestly, in the world. It just, there's millions of people here. There's so much opportunity. It's It's beautiful in that sense, but it's also a place that is like, like it's here to take your money. Like it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's here to just like give you everything it's got. And if you aren't willing to give to give that back, then you it just won't, won't work. So I essentially in those four months, those first four months, got rejected from jobs, um, got a few contract jobs. But by the time I was uploading documents eight hours a day and was like, my degree is worth way too much for me to be doing this. Again, pride. I was ready to go. So I bought a ticket to go back home on June 14th and I bought it in mid-April and by the first week of May I got a phone call that essentially changed the trajectory of my life because it got me to the job I'm at right now and I'm forever thankful for that phone call and everyone at my organization knows that (laughs) but I remember just thinking and saying this story and and just having to be reminded of what that journey was like and how long it took. Like in in theory, it was, this was a dream that I'd had forever, but actually the way it was orchestrated by the end, which is a hundred percent like a God thing. Like I got called the first week of May. I interviewed for two weeks, had three different interviews and then I I didn't hear anything for a week. And then 11 days before I was supposed to move, I got a phone call that I got the job. And then I got to go back to where I went to school for a staff retreat, which is just so full circle. And I feel like that's sort of how God is. And we don't actually realize that. He has to like, he's going to take you through. And if you aren't through, then it's not done. But we don't know that. And so in it, we're wrestling and we're mad and we're doubting and we... And we don't really know why that is, but it's it's because he's trying to show us something and he's trying to draw us closer to him. And I think that that is kind of a beautiful thing. And like, we don't cherish those moments. We don't cherish the draw in moments. We cherish the, we got it, we good, we're content, we're flourishing, which is great. But also being drawn in doesn't always look the same. And so it's just a very, it feels tumultuous. It feels like, Everything is being uprooted and you're like, I don't know what's happening. And I feel like as I was reminded of this story and I had to share it with other people, it was beautiful to see people's reaction because I know that many of us here feel like God is not listening and we are alone. And I've tried this three times now, but 
that's never typically the case. He's there. He's listening. He's just simply trying to see if you're going to call on him or if you're going to just succumb to what it is and you're going to stay in the circumstance and you're going to dwell in your circumstance. And to be honest, what's been on my heart is that because of this reminder, because I think I had to say this out loud and because I've had to share this and lead in a different way during these past four months, I got to the point where I was content and then I suddenly felt the the shift of like, wait a minute, something is different is happening. And I started to doubt. I was like, are you even here? Do you even care? Is this, is this a new valley? And it's okay to, I think that the hardest thing for us to do is acknowledge the valleys. It's like, we don't know what this thing is. So instead of just like walking, we like get to the, to the like top of a mountain or we get to a plateau. And instead of being like, instead of keeping moving, we just stop. We just stop and look at the view and it's great. But there's going to be, there can be dips. There's going to be moments where things just start to feel a little different. They start to, you start to have another low. And that, I, I think that right now that is, there is a small bit of a valley for me. And I feel like that is because there is great things that are coming. And I am hopeful and prayerful for that. But it's hard. It's been a very hard season. And I feel there are moments where I, I'm just like, really this again? (laughs) That's the other thing. I don't know if anyone ever feels like that. Like where you're like, you have to do this multiple times. No, you're going to do this a million times. Like, I don't think that we as believers or even as people in life, whether you believe or not, many of us forget about the divots of life, about the moments where things are not happy-go-lucky and you aren't always filled with joy or content and you have to fight for those things. And you have to show up whether you want to or not. And that is something that it takes training. It takes training to learn to show up when you don't want to. And sometimes that takes other people being like, hey, we need you. So you don't get to like tap out. Or it takes a little bit of just like motivating yourself and saying, I don't feel like it. (laughs) I don't feel like it. I don't want to do this and doing it anyway, because it's not really about you. And many of us are searching for dreams and are super excited and doing all these things. And looking back, I'm trying to think of like, what would I have done if I had left? If I had said, no, I don't want to re-interview. If I said, no, I'm good. I'm just going to leave. I would have missed out on so many beautiful relationships that I have now. I would miss out on so many opportunities. This podcast would not exist. So there's that. I have been afforded so many opportunities because of my one yes to something that I was positive was going to end in a rejection. And that was the only act of obedience that I needed to do was say yes. Like I didn't have to do anything else. And I really didn't do anything else. Yes, I was in interviews and Ask me if I remember what I said. Probably, I don't rem- I don't even remember what I said on Good Friday when I first said the testimony. I don't remember any of it. People are like, it was so good. I'm like, I'm happy it blessed you. I don't know what actually came out of my mouth. It was like a trance state. Because sometimes the things aren't about you. They're about who you're supposed to touch. They're about 
your your yes is connected to somebody else's life. It's literally like you are you are a part of giving someone life. And so we forget that. We forget that we are called to greater things than ourselves. And all it takes is literally a yes. In the midst of all of the crap that is this world, and yes, it's crap, I know. I, you just heard me say that, that Maui, Hawaii feels like Florida. It's crappy out here in these streets. But it's also beautiful. And it's also filled with wonder and people that want to see you flourish and want to be a part of your flourishing. And you're connected to somebody else's. You may never even meet them. Like this isn't for the homies that I know will listen because they like me. Like, no, I, this isn't for them. I'm happy they listen. I'm very thankful. But this right here is for the girl, the black girl in the small town who has big dreams that don't seem plausible, that is not the size two, that is kind of quiet and probably writes in too many notebooks. Like, this is what this, this is what I'm here for. And I know that. And that takes time to cultivate, but it also is something that it's like, I can't ignore. I can't ignore that girl because I was that girl. And I have to remind her that like, you are here for a purpose and a reason. And if that, if I'm the only example you see, or if I'm the only one that you hear, like, thank God for that. But if I don't answer that, then like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? And so it's been on my heart to like that reminder that I feel like God definitely sent me at the perfect time because he knew that I was, <laughs> I was like, what podcast? <laughs> oh, y'all want a new one? But he was like, nah, get up. <laughs> you have a call on your life that is greater and that is a gift. And so I, I encourage everyone that thinks that it's a little too late and I don't really know if this is it. You don't have to know really like, you don't have to know what the call is. You don't have to know the exacts of everything. Most of the time we don't. It's, it's crazy to me when I hear people that say, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. My God, I knew exactly where I wanted to be. And I, and I didn't, and I still couldn't have picked where I'm at right now. I wouldn't, I would have guessed wrong. And so, uh, that's, that's, that's my little snack for you on this first episode of, if you need a reminder to get back up, that there will be new valleys. And in those new valleys, we have to still walk. We still got to walk forward. There will be another mountain that you will climb and you will get to the other side and be super thankful for this valley. And so I leave you with that. And if you need someone, if you need a reminder that someone's rooting for you, let me know. Seriously. So if you like today's episode, I'm super thankful. If you didn't, that's okay too. Um, but please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Woo-hoo! That's right. We got added to Spotify. Um, the, I was doing things while I was on break. We are 
also on Stitcher. So please check us out wherever you get your podcast at. You can also go to my website, keysofd.com backslash the intersection. You can also email me, like I said earlier, if you have any topics or if you want to talk about anything, if anything's on your heart, please reach out to me at the intersection podcast at gmail.com. I'm so excited to get to hear from you guys. I think I also am going to start um, putting up a little thing on IG stories if you guys have topics that you want to give me. So please follow me at D underscore creative on IG, Twitter, and by IG, I mean Instagram. I don't know who else is listening to this, but Instagram, um, I can also do stuff on there. Um, so if you have any topic ideas, let me know. And I hope you have an amazing week. I will be back here soon with some fun new characters. I'm so excited for this season, y'all. Really, it's going to be crazy. And I mean that in a good way. So stay tuned uh, for all the things. Head up to the website. Check out the playlist. Let me know if you want more. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.